161. Hive. Amelia's lungs felt tired as she half-walked, half-swam down the tunnel. The air pressure had increased to the point that breathing felt distinctly wrong. Reigns said there was plenty of oxygen, so that wasn't an issue at least. Granted, she hadn't even known what oxygen was until he'd explained it to her a few weeks ago. Chemists knew about the gas, sure, given that there was a word for it, but she wasn't a chemist, and all she knew was that right now, it felt like she was breathing a liquid instead. It was unsettling. It can't get any thicker than this, can it? Shaking her head, Amelia set her worries aside, then waved to catch Rain's attention. Speech was basically impossible here, so she signed to him in hand code. The game. Rain missed a step and had to windmill his arms to avoid toppling over. He recovered, coming to a stop and looking at her. She smiled, feeling him glare at her through his visor. The effect was spoiled somewhat by the cheery glow of his armor, filling the tunnel with a golden light. That light brightened slightly, and Rain raised his hands to speak. Damn it, can't you just call it the softened steps accolade like I asked you to? No, Amelia signed back, smirking at him. Your reactions are just too funny. Come on, Rain replied. Show mercy. Hey, you're the one who's dangling the secret in front of me. Tell me what the names mean, and maybe I'll stop. I refuse, Rain signed, slashing his hand in abject negation. Too dangerous. Tallheart raised a hand, interrupting them as he entered the conversation. What is the delay? Time to refresh our buffs, Amelia signed back. Understood, Tallheart replied, before crossing his arms. Amelia nodded to him. He's getting better at handcode. Winter at work. Rain shifted and Amelia turned to see him holding out a light grey rectangle of metal. Accolade of the game grants the ability to use softened steps. Taking the accolade, she bound it, and a bud of capability blossomed in her mind. She pressed on this, triggering the skill. Like Rain and Tallheart, she'd long since ranked softened steps to max, which meant the effect would last for thirty minutes unless she cancelled it. Passing the plates to Tallheart, she turned back to Rain and thanked him now that her hands were free. I don't know why we're bothering with this, Rain signed back. He paused to accept the plate from Tallheart, then vanished it with a needless flourish before continuing. If the air gets any denser, swimming is going to be easier than walking. The sound of our footsteps won't be a problem then. He flapped his arms, rising off the ground slightly before settling back down to continue. This is nuts. Arcane, Amelia signed back with a shrug though she fully agreed with him about how insane this biome was. Insane being what nuts meant in ring speak. Brightside had been nothing like this. There had been darkness, toxic mist, and deadly monsters, but all of that was perfectly reasonable and expected. This was just bizarre. At least we can breathe the air, though, 
Somehow it's got bright side beat in that respect. Come, Duhart signed, tilting his head back in the direction they'd been traveling. We must be close. Amelia nodded, then resumed moving down the tunnel. Beside her, Rain kicked off the dirt, flailing wildly with his feet and clawing at the air with his hands like a mole clawing at dirt. To her amazement, he actually managed to keep himself off the ground, his motions becoming faster and more controlled as his speed increased. Not just controlled. That's a technique. Amelia shook her head. Of course he knows how to swim. I'm the weird one. Rain let himself settle back to the ground. Not because he had to, but because he was getting too far ahead. Landing slightly, he spun to face them, raising his visor to reveal an enormous goofy grin. Amelia couldn't help but smile in response. Did you see that? Rain signed, his wild gestures conveying his excitement. Impressive, Tallheart signed back. It appeared to be tiring. Now put your visor down before something eats you. He shook his head, gesturing dismissively before turning away. Humans. Amelia tried to laugh, but choking on the heavy air. She struggled, reaching for her throat and fighting against a sudden urge to vomit. Fortunately, Rain was busy berating Tallheart, and she managed to regain control of herself before either of them noticed her distress. I'm getting used to it, but God's... Is this what drowning feels like? Huh. It should work on that whole swimming thing. Not that I need it with movement skills. It's just embarrassing. Amelia? Ring signed, looking at her. Coming, Amelia replied, waving a hand. Sorry. I'll ask him to teach me later. They continued down the tunnel. Rain's light occasionally flickering as he used detection to keep them headed in the correct direction. Radiance was nice in that its light wouldn't carry beyond its range. They'd still be visible from a distance in an unobstructed tunnel, of course. But compared to Fire Arrow, the skill was practically covert. Rain had control over the power, thanks to Channel Mastery. He was running it at the bare minimum for them to see only boosting it when they needed to communicate with each other. It still wasn't the most mana-efficient thing in the world, but Rain said he was having less trouble there, now that they were deeper. If the measurements he'd made in his soul were to be believed, this rank was 26, perhaps higher. It had been an hour since he'd last checked, after all. Amelia was just about to suggest that he check again when Rain stopped on his own, raising his hand in the signal for enemies. Quickly slipping her bow off her shoulder, Amelia set her feet, the tunnel falling completely into darkness as rain dropped radiance for detection. She waited, struggling against a sudden bout of irrational fear. In Brightside, darkness was death, and she didn't have Luna Orb to... Stop. Another second passed and light returned, revealing rain signaling rapidly. Four workers in our tunnel. No hunter. He pointed back the way they'd come. About twenty seconds till they round the bend. Nowhere to hide, so we fight. Nodding, Amelia turned in the indicated direction, drawing an arrow. She left it unlit as she knocked it. And the tunnel fell into complete darkness once more.
Silently, she began to count. The workers wouldn't be able to see them. Unlike hunters, they had no constant crackle of electricity to provide light. Amelia wasn't sure how they and the scavengers avoided bumping into the walls all the time, but whatever senses the lesser spark scales had, they were short range. Ambushes worked on both types surprisingly well. When her count reached fifteen, she drew. At twenty-two, golden light rushed past her, illuminating the tunnel and the four workers in the distance. She loosed immediately, and her shaft took the furthest monster between the eyes. As it died, the others twitched in silent surprise. They sped forward. Amelia raised an eyebrow at that, having been prepared to chase after them, but she didn't let it disrupt her rhythm. She fired thrice more, easily downing the remaining monsters before they reached them. The threat dealt with, she allowed herself to frown, watching the bodies drift, trailing globules of blood that hovered bizarrely in the air. Why didn't they run like they usually do? Is it because we're close to the hive? Amelia turned to look back at Rain, releasing the tension from her bow, but not putting away the arrow. Clear, he signed, moving toward her. There are monsters around, but none in tunnels that connect to ours. We're safe for now, he gestured. Look at all the blood, though. The way it's floating. That's so cool. Amelia arched an eyebrow then put the arrow away and slung her bow back over her shoulder so she could communicate. What? Decided you like killing now? Rain jerked back sharply as if she'd slapped him. No, of course not, he signed after a moment's hesitation. There's this movie where they're in space and... He shook his head. Never mind. This is much grosser in real life. Yuck. I can smell it now. Hang on, I'll clean up. Amelia smiled softly, shaking her head as Purify's white mist replaced the golden glow of radiance. When it began to fade, it was like the fight had never happened. Not even a scale remained. She shivered, fighting not to gasp as winter washed over her. Hurriedly, she drew and lit a fire arrow, noticing a few tell glittering on the floor by its light. Brace yourself, Rain signed, catching her attention. I'm gonna go Nova. Keep an eye out, Amelia nodded. Here we go again. She tightened her grip on the arrow as the cold sharpened, cutting through her armor like it wasn't even there. Thermal regulation did nothing. Winter's effect wasn't exactly painful when he flared it like this. Merely strong. It felt cold, yes, but the primary effect was a shocking, crystal clarity that called old memories unbidden to her mind. The arrow held in her hand seemed to dim, its light becoming feeble against the encroaching darkness. And then she was a child, clinging to a candle that she'd... No! Working her jaw, Amelia activated energy well. Still clutching the fire arrow, she set about collecting the paltry drops from the workers. Winter was tolerable if she focused on a simple task, she'd found. Something to keep herself grounded in the present. She could have asked Ring to exclude her from the effect, of course. However, with her stats boosted, her mana regeneration was significant, as such things went. She'd actually asked him to include her for that reason. The more mana she recovered herself, the less he needed to. Whatever Ring said, he was still injured. 
Besides, I'm not afraid of my past. It made me who I am. I just don't like thinking about the details too closely. Abruptly, the cold vanished and Amelia exhaled slowly in relief. Rain turned to look at her, oblivious to her thoughts. The coast is still clear and everyone's stamina is full. Amelia nodded, cancelling energy well. How do you think you're doing on essence? She asked. You've been using a lot of mana. I should be fine, Rain said, wiggling a hand ambivalently. I should check, though. The rank, too. Give me a minute. One minute, Toolheart signed, having moved silently to lean against the wall. Challenge accepted, Rain signed, then began to topple like a felled tree. Amelia smiled, watching him slam face first into the ground, slowed by the heavy air. Thanks to softened steps, there wasn't even the slightest sound from the impact. The skill was poorly named, covering all contact with the ground, not merely footsteps. He's such a goof, and I'm an idiot. I just need to focus on the happy memories, and on making more of them. Still smiling, she started counting again getting to 76 before Rain stirred, then levered himself up, back to his feet. Too slow, Tallheart signed. Do better. Damn it, Rain signed back. Fighting not to laugh, Amelia waved the fire arrow, getting Rain's attention, before setting it down softly, so she could speak. That was still a record. 76 seconds. You're getting faster, she grinned. Show off. You'll get it soon, don't worry, Rain replied, reaching out to squeeze her shoulder. He really believes that, doesn't he? Like, it's not even a question. After a moment, Rain took his hand away. Pressure still reads 26, he signed. I think we've bottomed out. We shall see, Tallheart replied, jerking his head down the tunnel. Amelia nodded letting her arrow go out as rain reactivated radiance. She took the lead once more, moving with more surety than she felt. In the silence, she felt her mood sinking again. Her newfound power was exhilarating, but it was also terrifying. It was the kind of power that created monsters. Torhart and Rain were putting entirely too much faith in her. Amelia chewed her lip, as the words she'd spoken to Rain echoed back to her. Don't change. She tightened her grip on her bow. She could feel its power resting dormant just beneath her fingertips, feeling it pressing on her, even more heavily than the air. She'd already been corrupted once, and by far, far less. That was Lerith, not me. I won't... I could never become... She sighed, aborting that line of thought. I need to talk to them about this, but not when they're counting on me to keep them safe. I have to be strong, focused. Locking the memory of her trauma back away where it belonged, Amelia squinted at the darkness beyond their pool of light. Yes, this is healthy. Shaking her head, she submerged herself in the simplicity of vigilance. The point of all this sneaking around was to find the hive without the hive finding them. Last night's defense had been going great. 
until word of their presence had made it back to wherever the spark scales made their nest. Once that happened, the assault had become relentless, to the point that she'd feared they'd be overwhelmed. Only the narrow passage to their cave had saved them, allowing them to deal with the tide of scavengers gradually rather than all at once. Even that wouldn't last for another night. Worker drones, it turned out, could quarry through deep stone with their arcane powers. They'd found the evidence of their excavations this morning. Should I swap in splinter shot? Combined with multi-shot, it would shred the scavengers. And it would be much cheaper than one of Rain's Novas. Practically free. What would I get rid of, though? Bleeder shot? Probably. I'd lose damage, but damage isn't really my problem, is it? Maybe a healing word? It's too weak to be worth a damn without... Rain gestured sharply, interrupting her musings. Stop. Cavern ahead. Amelia mouthed a silent curse. I should have swapped it this morning. Too late now. Monsters inside? Torhot asked, and Rain nodded. Yeah. All around in the tunnels, too. All three kinds coming and going, he gestured. Everything converges ahead of us in the cavern. This has to be it. How large is the cavern? Torhart asked. Rain shook his head. Big. But I can't sense that far yet. We're right near the top. Let's keep going. Amelia nodded and the three of them resumed their silent creep down the tunnel as Rain continued reporting the comings and the goings of the monsters. The tunnel they were in was small, twisty and unpopular for that reason. And that was why they picked it. I just sense something new, Rain gestured after raising a hand. In the cavern, just for a moment, out of range now. Amelia glanced at Tallheart, who nodded. She nodded back, then to Rain. And they continued moving even slower now. Soon enough, they stopped just before the final bend, not wanting their light to reveal them. Come, Tallheart signaled, then retrieved his dark sight artifact, and settled the lenses in front of his eyes. I will guide us the rest of the way. Extinguish the light. Good idea, Rain signed. He extended a hand to Torhart, palm upward. Torhart looked at it, then back up at Rain. Rain gestured emphatically with his open palm. Torhart sighed, taking Rain's hand in his own. Amelia smiled, moving to take Rain's other hand, making the three of them into a chain. Rain extinguished his light, leaving only the faint blue glow of Torhart's lenses. Even that vanished after a moment as Torhart turned away from her. She strained her ears, picking out a deep, distant buzz that grew louder as they rounded the bend. Light came to Amelia's eyes, flickering from the cavern ahead. The light and the buzz both sharpened as a hunter drone drifted into view, crackling energy trailing from its long whiskers, the sound made odd by the weight of the air. Amelia held her breath, feeling rain clamp down on her hand. Either he was scared or he was trying to stop her from shooting it and giving them away, probably both. After a moment, the monster drifted out of sight again, 
oblivious to their presence. Torhart looked back at them, his blue lenses striking in the darkness. Their glow vanished after a moment, the smith's shadowy outline barely visible by the light from the cavern as he tucked the artifact away. Amelia nodded to him, then squeezed Rain's hand before letting her own go slack. He squeezed her after a moment, and there was the faintest click of metal on metal as his fingers slipped out of hers. All three of them froze. Moving in urgent silence, Amelia drew an arrow, preparing herself for anything. A painful thirty seconds passed before she allowed herself to exhale. Careful, the three of them crept forward, right up to the tunnel's mouth. Amelia looked over the lip and her eyes went wide. Darkness yawned below her, making her head swim with vertigo as she stared at dozens, no, hundreds of hunter drones swimming as points of distant light in the black. That wasn't what made her breath freeze in her lungs. It was the lair that had done that. It hung seemingly unsupported in the void. A glowing purple soap bubble of arcane energy. As she goggled, something big swam in front of it. The monster's shadowy outline was unfamiliar. It was clearly a spark scale of some description, just too distant for the system to tell her its name. Are those workers following it? The shape is right, but they're so small in comparison. Amelia shivered as the enormous spark scale passed back out of view. This was uncharted territory for her. The largest monster she'd ever seen was an emerald dread adder, and that she'd only seen from a distance. Brightsiders knew their behavioral patterns and how to avoid them. That spark scale had been something out of the ocean, much bigger than a dread adder, and doubtless several times as deadly. The gulf between rank 20 and rank 26 was enormous, which was only to be expected, given that it spanned the wall. The only other time she'd been this deep, she'd been sheltered from the reality of what lurked down here. The team she'd been with had kept a wide perimeter, killing most threats before she saw them. Amelia blinked, then exhaled slowly, driving the heavy air up and out of her lungs. I might be stronger than they were. No, I am stronger than all of them together. She looked down at the weapon held in her hand, at irony, a bow whose namesake had doubtless struck fear into the hearts of the Empire's legions. She looked back up at the lair, watching yet another shadow pass in front of it. This shadow wasn't the enormous spark scale again, but a swarm of scavengers, hundreds of them, perhaps thousands, swimming so thickly that they appeared as a dark cloud. I can do this, Amelia tightened her grip on her bow. Or rather, I'll be able to. Splinter shot first, definitely and I need to finish equipment mastery. Glancing at the others, she motioned them back from the edge. She let her fingers play over the arrow, grasped in her hand, as they crept back down the tunnel, away from the hive and the lair at its centre. I'll be back for you soon enough, fishies. The depths don't scare me, not nearly as much as I scare myself. <laughs>